This week on the AIM Sports Academy podcast, we talked to Andrew Cronin about how he started AIM Sports Academy and the secret projects he's been working on during this lockdown. Hey guys, welcome to episode two of the AIM Sports Academy. This week, I'm joined by the very handsome, very athletic and very humble Mr. Andrew Cronin. How are you doing today? Thank you, man. Thanks for that. That was a nice little intro there. No, it? don't worry about it. How's your week been? <laughs> yeah, it's been all right. It's been busy, actually. So it's, I'll, uh, I'll get into it a little bit more in a bit. But it's, uh, it's been a busy week, so it's been quite nice. Busy so, week. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So what I was thinking for today's podcast, I think it'll be fun if we, we talked a little bit about kind of how you got started with AIM Sports Academy and what that process has been like. Uh, share any kind of like funny stories about how you kind of uh, started the company and built the venue. And then yeah. what you've been kind of working on at the moment and where you think you'd want the, the venue and the company to move to in the future. Oh, some ideas. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm on it. Let's go Cool, cool, it. cool. So yeah, I think maybe, no. maybe like a nice place to, to start this conversation would be how, like, what were you doing? Because you, like you were working in secondary schools as a parkour coach before you bought the venue. Yeah, yeah. So that was like the main kind of like setup of AIM. Um like it wasn't like the official start setup like when i officially started it was like yeah i I can go into that like that is this it was just to basically coach people to inspire kids into like movement um and at the time i was doing gymnastics and obviously i came across parkour and i found the more freedom and more creative side of parkour which i absolutely loved um and i was able just to get outdoors and just like adapt my way of uh, the gymnastics elements and parkour um but yeah i wanted to just coach that um side of it the creativity and the, the bit of just the, what parkour brings so to bring that into schools was like my massive goal um, yeah one thing i have to show you guys is like my black book where it's just how it all started which is really cool uh, and the ideas on the back page which i've memorized so we're all good there <laughs> so, so so what is so what is this, is this like a notebook that you have or yeah, yeah, so I, I just call it the black book. So it's a black book, and literally, uh, it is full of um, any ideas, the first logos of uh, AIM uh, and what it actually stands for. It's like AIM actually stands for Art in Movement, um, and it did have the I was like a guy's head um, doing a vault over the M, so it was a bit different. Uh, and then I got rid of all that and like cleaned it all up, made it a bit more modern. Um, but yeah, so AIM started Art in Movement, and that was like the first company back in 2013. So that's when it first started um, as a yeah, proper kind of like self-employed coaching. Let's go for it. Or, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, cool, yeah. A little bit different, isn't it? Because I, cause I met you, because I assume I met you for the first time. You were doing like an event in Bridge End, and it yeah. was, like, was like a parkour guys. There was like, I think it was like a skate park thing going on, like some break dancing. Yeah. It was so that's like cool. a crazy, crazy event. And this was before you had the venue, right? Yeah, so that, that was actually called uh, Bridgem Mashup. So how we first, like, so even before AIM was, like, Trick Unique, and there was three of us, and the whole point of us three were Luke, Dist, and myself, and Trick Unique was basically us. Uh, and we were just doing tricks. It wasn't even, like, parkour in a sense of, like, you know, getting from A to B, that kind of basic parkour. It was more us just doing stupid stuff. Um, and we, we ended up doing some, like, crazy events, like, 
somersault and off um if you ever been to grand pavilion of hall like off the balconies and like just we just got invited to some weird stuff and it was, it was just awesome experiences um and then yet yeah, the one biggest one was probably was the olympics with the performing in the olympic park and like having the freedom just to play around in the olympic park um with a company called Sweet, man. yeah yeah so like that was our first proper like performance as well as in like hey, so that, sorry, olympic park is that in London, or yeah, yeah, like we were mainly on the spotted or polka dot bridge, that's what we called it. Um, and like Coca Cola came over and like gave us little sponsors and stuff, which is cool, even though we didn't drink any of it. Um, it was just them just being around us, and we were just doing like tricks and like uh, basic parkour, um, in the Olympic Park and kind of like being the entertainment for people who were just there to see obviously the other sports and stuff and the other events which is awesome um but that was our like first like major big event um in trick unique and then after that i just wanted to do change it up a bit make it more into a business um instead of obviously not just a hobby kind of start thing yeah 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 i just end up seeing seeing a bit guys i you know got my my passion i want to follow i want to take it to the next level um and that was that was pretty much it in, in the sense of that and uh, in my book i've got like this deep <laughs> write-up of what i was gonna say it was like a really bad breakup <laughs> because yeah. and it, it was just purely the fact of um i felt at the time that i was obviously pushing the company to to the where we where where i expected it to go um and obviously then i just took the leap at the time and i must have been like 1718. So tricky was going on for way before then. So like I'm 27, like so <laughs> so it's a lot of me doing parkour for doing. Like yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, it's just a mad world how what opportunities is kind of given us. And obviously now to to aim and then to aim sports academy. So that's yeah. awesome. No, I'm super every time I think about like how I think the venue is super cool. And like I I genuinely think it's like one of my favorite parkour gyms. Like the ones that I've been to, like it's super nice. It's like a really nice community feel. Yeah, like the architecture is like really nice. It's very cool. I really appreciate that because like basically, aim was it had to have this like indoor outdoor feel and like aim uh, as in the like aim area which we tested in Goway, Cardiff, um, and we had like two hundred square uh, two hundred square meters, two hundred square foot. It, was, it wasn't like a big area, but it was big enough to have like a sprung floor, some basic parkour stuff, uh, but it still wasn't right. And obviously being in a trampoline park, you're very limited to the freedom of, especially parkour. Um, yeah. It was not It was very like controlled by the company, which is fair enough because it was their building, but it was a very, very big eye opener for us. I didn't mean us, as in me, me and Em, as in my life. Um, and we had some great ideas to like take it to the next level. So uh, Emma's friend, friend Haley came in and basically said, "There's a venue by us. Uh, come and check it out." And it's like, "Okay, yeah, right. Are we doing that?" And then basically, things were working well in Go It, as in because obviously the limitations, and we wanted to scale up. Um, as simple as that. And yeah, we we just had this kind of opportunity to check this venue out. And it's the old skate park in Ferndale, you know, five thousand square foot, and we were like. It's a bit big, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and we it's scary, and it was like it was scary at the time as well. And even now, I still see every day I go into that venue. I'm like, oh wow, okay. There's a lot more space than I think people give to it, like because you got like the cafe and stuff. But, yeah, yeah. 
when I had the idea, like there was no plan, by the way. They still, like no one knows this bit, by the way. So like, there was no idea where things were going to go. We didn't have like any CAD drawings, but we had designs, like things we really wanted to get in the venue um, and stuff we already had from the hanging area. So obviously we took the ballroom wall down. We had the sprung floor, which is only eight meters. We extended that. And then I was like, oh, I want to do like an indoor-outdoor feel, like really make that point of um, having like like the grass and the vines and all that kind of stuff. And I seen it in uh, a place called, oh, I got to make sure I say it around, Bounce and their parkour facility on their parkour area. And it's very like grass wooden platforms and it was just beautiful and neat. And I was like, that would be amazing in Wales. Just be perfect, especially where Ferndale is. And RCT is very outdoors, it's got a lot of mountains, and you know, it's very, yeah, 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 you know. So, um, yeah, I think it re- works really well the wood and the, the grass, and I, I love the look on it. I do, no, definitely. I really like the like the design of it, like the like the interior design. It's got like a very like calming kind of feel, like the like a, the white paint, and the, it's very like minimalist. Yeah, cool. and one thing I wanted to say is like when we made like the venue, if you notice everything connects, it's not just, you know, gymnastics is there, parkour is there, the rock climbing was there. It's very, especially now, which we'll get into a bit in a bit, <laughs> it is very, um, it's open. everything kind of blurs together. Yeah, like you could, like one time I seen it was like the whole point of it was to inspire movement and get the whole family or all ages engaged into sports. And that, I seen that in Amy area Cardiff, and this is how I knew it was going to work. When I seen a mum do, um, well, she was on the floor with her little one. I think the baby, the kid was like two. Um, so two year olds like running around doing some stuff on the soft stuff uh, on the small floor, and then the dad was on the ballroom wall with the little girl, and like the whole family was doing stuff, and like that was so key. Like that was the whole point of it was to get the whole family engaged. I know people like say the little things, so like yeah, okay, but no, it's like when I see it, especially seeing the aim now is in the venue. I just love it. I love seeing it. That's like yeah, it's cool. <laughs> it's super cool, and it's funny for me because I've. I, I saw a video, I think you, you showed me a video one time of what the venue looked like when you originally bought it. Yeah, terrible. Like this, like, run down, like, all... Oh, shocking. So, if so you... What... I was going to yeah, say... Like, what was that process of, like, trying to fix it up and, and bring it to where it is now, where it looks very pristine and professional? So, I've actually got footage of this as well, so I'm going to put this in right now. <laughs> I'll show you guys, because it was really, really bad. And it was the old skate park, and you know it was left obviously for a while. Um, and basically, we had um, first off, we had an amazing like people volunteering. We had some families, and like just anyone that just wanted to help out and help us get to the standard that we wanted to have. And like even like like Emma and like the coaches, and we had police in. We had twelve police officers come in and like paint the venue, ripped down like the. Um, uh, was it reception desk, which is there, take out the, the fan, which was there. And like, they did so much. It was ridiculous. Um, and they were there pretty much whenever they could. So imagine turning up to the venue and it's just police officers. And one time it was this um, the van, basically, which they were trying to like move in and out and they had to move around in the venue. So like, get some spots, but I'm sure I'm not allowed to say that, but I keep saying it. <laughs> so, yeah, so the venue was like helped out with those. And I, I, it's amazing to see the fact like, you know, we had so so much support to open that place. Um, 
And yeah, it's cool just because the community feel it's, it's key and it's happened. You can see it now, I think. You know, especially, what's Youth Night like? Yeah, oh, I, was, I, was, I was actually just going to bring this up. Like, Youth Night is it's insanely <laughs> popular and I feel like it's such a valuable asset for the, like, the local community and the local youth to kind of yeah. go somewhere, engage in some kind of physical activity, socialise with their friends. Like, it's, I think it's, it's super impressive. Like, this is one thing I kind of, like, hit home with a lot of like, I think, like clubs as in like gym clubs and stuff like that is utilize the facility and get the council support to like let people in. Do you know I mean, I know kids haven't got, they don't have the value in regards to because it's free and it's like, you know, they should either be paying 50p or something, which just goes into like a little pot where, you know, it helps us get PlayStations and stuff like that. Um, but the council have been so on board with it, you know, they've got the PlayStation 4s, we've got two of them now, which they got. Um, we've got a games area upstairs and you've seen it on a good night where there's like 100 plus and people waiting still to come in and I'm just like I'm in this I've really chilled mood laughing my head off because I love just the chaos but it's organized chaos which we can say um, and then it's just like I was like this is crazy um, and then it's just either just chilled and it's too many people which I, I really don't like so yeah it's just a, it's an odd it's an odd thing going into the venue and just that many people running around going nuts. So yeah, <laughs> it's super. It's super cool. So so at the moment, so so youth night is like a massive success and loads of people are coming in. Mm-hmm. And and whilst you were fixing the place up, you had lots of kind of engagement by the local community, lots of people volunteering. Yeah. When you first opened up, what was that experience like? Did you like struggle to get people in through the door, or did it just kind of like? hit the ground running and, and was like a massive success straight away? I wouldn't say massive success. Like even now, like obviously not right now because everything's going on. But in regards to like one just before we closed, like March, um, we were still having them like build up numbers. We we're still learning with classes, like 100%. There's some classes that work and don't work. And I think that's the thing, like the first year, um, even though we aren't still here yet, there's going to be a still learning curve. I think when we go back, it's going to be that kind of like build up again. But then we have social media, which is obviously growing uh, a lot recently, uh, thanks to you guys and stuff. And yeah, I think when we first started, it was uh, yeah, it wasn't like straight in. But then, I, but then the open day was really busy. Um, I was quite shocked. I remember M saying. I was really stressed, like no one was going to turn up. So I think we had like four or five people turn up at the time that I said on social media. And I was like really panicking. She was like, calm down, it's fine. Don't worry. And I was like, there's no idea. There's no idea. How are we going to do this? So you're in a really panicking, like probably pacing the place. And then it ended up being like nuts. Like it was awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. We, we had a massive plan to do like classes and stuff on the day and stuff. But that didn't work to the point, you know, because obviously the slow was start and then it built up, but then it was just like, just let people come in and just have fun and then we just record it basically. And yeah, that worked really well because the people had that freedom to check the place out, you know, um, have a coffee or have a snack, or whatever. And then, uh, yeah, leave. But yeah, that worked. It worked. I can see that. It definitely worked. Is it the numbers I want? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can only... I think I think that's like pretty standard with like most businesses. This is just like the the what you just want is more more customers because when you have more customers, you have an ability to grow your business and do more exciting things with it. 
and yeah. like get better equipment and yeah. improve the venue and, and do more exciting projects kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And there's so much we want to do. Like there's so much, this is just a start, like a really big step and stuff, but this is a good start. Um, and yeah, this is, it's going to be crazy to see how far this will grow. Um, especially with certain sports like I know parkour is obviously very popular and we need to make it just like just the community feel in Wales just still seems a bit like not pieced together as well as it is in um, you know like likes of England and stuff like that there are places where obviously you go um, and it's very well well done and I think that's the main thing we want to do here in Wales is bring that together and make sure that we're delivering sessions that inspire kids to to teams and meetups and jams and you know what I mean that kind of build back up. Well, I want to do that obviously with gymnastics, but gymnastics is set up anyway. Um, and obviously Nathan with cheerleading, he's gonna just he's gonna rock it that stuff. He's just gonna make it just crazy. I can't wait to see um, just all sports, all the sports go nuts. And I think this is a really good platform to start with. Um, we've got the space to do it <laughs> definitely and uh, the space is getting is getting better and better and better as well yes so I, I think as well maybe maybe this would be a like a nice kind of point to talk about the fact that whilst the venue is being closed at, uh, at the moment uh, what other kind of things that you've been working on to try and make the venue better and how has it been kind of developing and changing over this time so I wasn't happy with the venue when we started because we had like five or six weeks to open because the summer holidays wanted to make sure we were like open at a certain time, which gave us like room for improvement 100%. So there's like little things like wood, little gaps, but it was like nothing like dangerous at all. But it was just like I noticed it and it, and it just wound me up every time I walked in the venue. It was like little things. It was like, oh my God, what, why is that not done there or why is that not done right? So what I did, um, I think it was two weeks after lockdown and all this everything's with this. Um, I just took it all down. I literally just took everything down. And I mean, not even in a nice way. I was just like, I don't like this. It's going. <laughs> I moved it all the way to the meadow areas. The meadow areas like a big grass area that we have for the venue where we utilize for like schools and stuff. So I moved it all to there. And I just went, right, what do we want? What do we need? And restarted. So like, I want to lash it. Okay, cool. Where can we put a lash in? I want a double con. Right, where can we do that? I want some mini jumps on a floating platform. I just started like building this like just areas that make sense to to parkour. And I don't mean flow runs. I don't mean like runs that are set out. I mean, okay, that looks good there. What can we do on this way? And then I just walked around the 360 and said, oh, there's that, there's this, there's that. And it just worked so much better than setting out like lines for people because I think yeah set out lines especially for parkour athletes like we just go I'm going to jump over this fence because but then that fence is actually contained us in do you get what I mean we're like yeah no like like when designing a parkour park or or something like this you want to I think there's there's like an interesting balance you want to in some sense design almost like stations where where people can practice certain moves this is the precision station but you also yeah. want to balance that with just random architecture where people can explore the space and create their own challenges. Yeah, 100%. But there's, there's things that I've put in this venue now that I haven't seen in other places. 
maybe that might not be a good thing. Like, I like, like, there's a hovering platform. I call it a hovering platform. It's like a wooden section, one side, and then it's like a two bars that go through it, scaff bars. It's braced. It's got wooden top, wooden the bottom, and then it's attached to the rest of the scaff. And it, it's insanely well built. It's it's ridiculous. And it's not just me, by the way. It's Paul. I'm obviously socially distancing, but way more socially distancing than him. We open the shutters and we stay well away apart. Um, and we we built this like this different section, and it is so cool. Like my experience from building the stuff from Scotland and making that uh, massive stage setup where we had like Pip Anderson and some pro athletes come down and just absolutely annihilate the the stage. And like their they landings are insane, and they do land lots light, but they are you know for example like Pip is a big guy like dude. I was just like, we needed to make this so solid. So the experience from making that now converted into the venue is just like it's helped me massively. And yeah, it made me really think outside the box in this time. It's like another two point version of the venue right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I, I've seen, I've seen a couple of pictures, and and just from just from what I've seen, it looks very cool. And like I'm, I'm super excited to to kind of go back there, train myself, but also. What what are the potential going to be for classes? What are the uh, the different activities that we can kind of create? I think it's very exciting. Yeah. I think one thing we definitely done I've definitely done this time is made it more for the older generation as well. Like I made sure, yeah. and I, I think that's one thing we missed out on quite a lot. Even though we had new flights, um, a lot of them didn't really like stay for classes as much as they that I thought they would. I think now it's really built for all ages, not just the younger generation. I think that's the stigma we had when we first opened. It was like, you guys are for younger generation of like um, athletes who want to do classes. Yeah. And I think as well, coming back to, to youth night, that's definitely one of my experiences. I, I tend to see a lot of people, like older people, and they'll come in, but most of them spend their time either on the sprung floor or kind of in the foam pit. Yeah. And they're not kind of exploring the, the park or uh, areas. And, and trying to find challenges in that area. And so I yeah. think from the pictures that you showed me, the, the architecture is a lot more interesting. And so yeah. I think during youth nights and stuff like this, people are going to be a lot more motivated to try and explore that area. And come yeah, up with... and it's quite, it's quite odd, the fact that, you know, a lot of it's moved. So in the venue, we have a, what I call a path, and it's basically the path. It's like, a, it's crap grass, basically. And it gets you from the, the front of the venue to the back of the venue to the spawn floor. And... The nice grass is where we usually do classes. And I've actually now moved the uh, park or elements and put them more in the, the crack grass, basically put them on there. So it's like a river now, and you have to kind of flow through it to get to the other end of the venue. Um, and I love the idea of that now. It's a river instead of being this path, a straight path that you run down, because now you have to actually move around objects to get down to the other end, which is really quite you know something in itself for the um, and one thing which you notice as soon as you walk in the venue now is this like three meter high, um, what you call a monkey bar swings. Um, they're hanging down. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the pictures of those. It looks like super, super like exciting. Yeah, like that is huge. Like that thing is massive. And it's, like I said, it's for all ages. So you can just adapt them and, and move them up and down to whatever class you have. And it's quite easy to change. But it's really interesting to see. No, you just walk in the street straight there. So it'd be interesting to see you guys deliver a session on there because, yeah, it's exciting on that bit. No, definitely. I got, I'm super, super excited to, to return back to, 
back to AIM Sports Academy and, and do all the kind of stuff that we like to do. So I think maybe now's a nice point to kind of move on to what are the kind of... So, so we've been working a lot on the venue to try and make it better, uh, make it more appealing to kind of older people and make the, the parkour area a little bit more, more challenging and, and interesting. What are the kind of long-term, uh, I guess, projects or, or things that you're hoping to do when all of this kind of dies down? Like, are, are there any kind of new classes or is it all top secret and you don't want to don't reveal too much? I can say, uh, you know, there, there's definitely certain ideas that I want to take um, aim to, like, the next level and, and where can we grow to. Um, and, like, class-wise, I think with classes, they always change. Like, to make sure, like, we've got the classes now, I think, that make sense. Like, people turn up for this class or they try this class. They do grading. Do you know what I mean? Then them classes worked 100%. You know, we tried Zumba and it didn't really work, but we tried... Uh, What's the other one we did? We tried the CrossFit style thing, and I don't think it fits the kind of venue feel. Um, yeah, I think yoga might because we got grass. Um, <laughs> we've talked about that, haven't we? But yeah, that might work because it's just like you know, we got grass. I don't know, but then you need quiet, and that's not going to happen in a venue. So <laughs> um, yeah, so I think with the classes, it's it's just trying things out, like events wise. I can't wait for this inspired movement gathering to happen because we got the van set up, which is going to be outside. And we got the big, um, obviously the venue itself. So we'll have open all the shutters. We've got the air tracks, and we just have this massive movement gathering in the venue, and that's going to be so cool. Um, so I'm really excited about that. But new projects, if everything goes well, and you know, endless supply of money, <laughs> it'd be amazing to have you know one, two venues. Um, the second one probably being in Patalva area, maybe the third in Bridget. Um, or just areas that are kind of like Ferndale in, in the sense of I don't want to, I'm not anywhere on this but in the sense of there's not much to do and it's not a deprived area but like there's basically nothing for the kids there um, yeah. I'm going to look into it you know, Bridget I know very well and Batava I know there's no skate scene so we're like hmm, can we add a skate element to I don't know, Sports Academy so like have half the venue um, a skate park or a street skate park and change it that sense. So like there's more, you know, outdoor kind of grey sports now going on in one venue, which I think would be absolutely to see. Uh, and we're trying to turn it this kind of Camp Woodward style venue. <laughs> I don't know if you've never seen Camp Woodward, but it is insane. I think I've seen one program. Um, what was its name? It's like Fantasy Factory and he goes there. I'm going to have to find the footage for this. I'm like, he basically sees this venue and he's, oh, I forgot his name anyway, but it's really bad. But yeah, it was like, it ended up going to this place and it's absolutely amazing. And yeah, I think that is like to have one of them in Wales would be a perfect goal, which is basically a skate park, a park facility, gymnastics city, just everything we do at the moment, but with skate elements and BMX elements and pump tracks and all that kind of stuff in the middle of nowhere. You can go and camp there, stay there. And it'll be called Game Adventures. So, like, that's like, I'll just give you all my ideas now. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's yeah. the, I guess, the, the long term, the longest term, yeah. where, where you want to see the company in like five years oh, or man. something like yeah. this. Yeah. Get into that stage would be, yeah, that is like, that's the dream stage right there to get to, you know, the aim, um, basically outdoor kind of style place would be, yeah, 
that's like the huge kind of goal. But like, you know, start off small. I say small, you know, <laughs> five thousand people <laughs> ready, isn't it? Love it. I still love saying that. I love going into it. It's like, yeah. <laughs> awesome, man. I think I think maybe that's a nice place to, to wrap up. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Anything else that you wanted to let people know, things to look out for on social media or things like that? Yeah, like the Imami style. Um, this Imami now, I think we're definitely hoping it into. Um, and like, yeah, I think what we're doing right now is absolutely amazing. So just keep an eye on this stuff and the podcast because I definitely think me and you need to chat about like how we got into parkour and like the experiences we've had from the sport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know we've had some crazy times and how we met as well. I don't know if you know how we met <laughs> officially. Yeah, yeah well, okay. definitely, definitely some funny stories. And I think it'll be fun to go into that. And I think it'll yeah. be, yeah, yeah. Good, man. But uh, no, yeah, just check out the email on my page. Um, get us to 10K on Instagram, guys. So, I know that's <laughs> <legit>. <laughs> so, so, so check us out. Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. We've got a YouTube. We've yeah. got a TikTok. I think we've got a TikTok. Yeah, we've got a TikTok. Ace Sports Academy UK. Just get on it, guys. So follow us on all that. I think as well, if you guys have any questions or things that you want us to talk about, post it in the comments. We'll we'll kind of maybe do like a question and answer episode or if you guys have yeah. podcast ideas or stuff like this, let us know. Uh, and yeah, give us a shout, guys, and we'll see you in a bit. Cheers, guys. Thank you.